0: Welcome back to Dice and Salt. I'm Lord Richter. And I'm Lady Toast. We are here for episode 97, Wind Beating Our Wings.
1: (laughs) It's a good title.
0: It's a good episode. I like it. I forget what the intro was, but I have some notes here that it's Joe. Not insane yet. Also not a mouse. Uh, no, excuse me. Also
1: not a mouse. Wasn't it, wasn't it something all, about driving mice insane or something that affects? Yeah, something like yeah, that. Yeah, I don't remember what it was. Not the most memorable one, I guess. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I Well,
0: I have notes. Like I said, I have notes. Matt said he was glad he's not a mouse. And I noticed that he was just insane in a lab, which would be so much worse as a mouse.
1: Would it? Would being insane in you know, lab as a mouse be worse than being sane as a mouse in a lab?
0: I think it would be worse if you were a mouse in a lab as opposed to not being a mouse in a lab. I mean, the sanity. Sanity
1: doesn't really matter there. Okay.
0: That's, that's what I'm going for. That's what I'm seeing.
1: Fair enough. All right.
0: So we pick up the fight with Edward Goolington. <laughs> I love that name. Is that his name? Are you making that up? I love Joe. Joe's I mean, so all, all names are made up, so yes. <laughs> Uh, i joe is just i don't i don't know what's going on with joe but he's the the past three episodes i'd say he's just so incredulous at everything that goes wrong
1: yeah and and everything that can go wrong for him is going wrong i mean you well a for him and... for for well, the team yeah. for everybody yeah so. and then
0: tom dropped an amazing an amazing perspective in the fight oh you know, what did the <laughs> what do the nearby birds see and think i mean all, all i could think is i wanted them voiced by umble and Thute. yeah <laughs>
1: is it one of them one of them doesn't talk right
0: yes that i believe is thoot. <laughs> so humble umble. does all the talking <laughs> yeah but you know it, it's just so great and i i noticed this before and i don't know how much disney alex has watched but i swear
1: to you he has he has daughters he's watched w- all of it
0: I, all one of the would disney. hope one would hope <laughs> but i swear that his umble sounds a lot to me like the uh The crows in Dumbo. So racist. Got it. No, they were not (laughs) racist. The crows were not racist. The reference might have been racist, but the crows weren't racist. (laughs) Hmm. Mm, okay. The crows themselves weren't racist.
1: No, but...
0: <sighs> but that's... Th- listen, I, when I'm talking about this and looking back, I'm talking about the characters and the voicing. I'm not diving deep into, was this the <laughs> smartest move by Disney and his animators to use, <laughs> you know, black crows as, as characters and then to voice them the way they did? Fair. No, probably not. But... <laughs> Alex seems to have picked up that voice and seems to have channeled it into Umble, and I love it. It sounds great. I just thought he was foghorn leghorn. Yeah. See, I didn't see, I wasn't getting foghorn leghorn. I was getting the, the, the crows from Dumbo. I just, you know, all those, and maybe, I don't know, maybe it was the description of, I think Thoot is the one with the, the bird face, bird skull. I don't know.
1: Maybe. Could be. I don't remember.
0: Yeah. But that's that's what keeps popping into my head. I keep I keep getting that taste of song of the South. Again, mm. I'm looking at it from the, the the fact that it's a story perspective, not how it's somehow fundamentally racist. And I know it's bad, folks. <laughs> I know it is, I know it's horrible. But I'm looking at it from the perspective from the perspective of the story and the the characters in the story. Okay. Okay. Good lord. That's how everyone <laughs> listens to
1: Dyson Salt. I'm repeating Lord reviews. Richter not
0: because I agree with his whacked out theories, <laughs> but because he said a funny thing.
1: He did say a funny thing.
0: I know I know that no one says that about you, Toast.
1: Yeah, nobody says I'm funny.
0: No, no one <laughs> says that you say ridiculous, whacked out things. Everyone thinks you're wonderful.
1: Oh, well, that's, that's just not right. I say <laughs> weird things all the time.
0: I don't believe it. Don't believe a word of it. I don't think it's
1: true. That's that's because I edited it out.
0: Oh, <laughs> That's why I can't remember it. You're erasing yeah. my 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 memory, my record.
1: I'm gaslighting you on this whole podcast.
0: Uh, you're not really gaslighting me because you're not telling me I didn't say it. You're just erasing it. And then I don't you know, recall that I said it because I have no memory of having said it. See? Different. Completely different.
1: Okay. All right. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. I do love that they, uh, they all basically have to start making flight checks, and they all pretty much fail them.
0: <laughs> well, I think except Teoblith, right? I really can't fail it now. I mean, I couldn't fail it before, but I really can't fail it
1: now. Right, but he did fail it the first time because of um, what did Joe say? His his perception was that he could fail, so he did. <laughs> That's how he framed it. but <laughs> yeah, awesome. no. The I didn't realize that flight gave you all those extra bonuses. Then again, I'm I'm notorious for not reading the rules uh, or the spells completely. So
0: well. Know. Considering that Paizo considers all combat to be two-dimensional, even when you can fly, you know, they don't really take into account elevation in any of their discussions about flanking or any of of the other things that they talk about. Mm -hmm. I really, honestly, can't blame you for not having all the details of fly, or swim for that matter. Although, you know, last AP, Joe tried very hard to teach us all about the swimming rules and to make us experts on swimming in Pathfinder.
1: Right. You mean how how much he failed and drowned yes exactly yeah. exactly
0: oh let's see what else did we have going on here i mean i had Elsie got knocked prone and then due to the house rule opening doors <laughs> standing up only uses a portion of your movement right so she gets up and she moves and attacks and delivers a crit yeah which is good it, it was very good i, I like that i'm, I'm very pro lc she's just you know wasn't as flashy this episode. She likes to spread it out. She doesn't want to take the spotlight away. I mean, away.
1: you say that, and then she goes and rolls the highest, you know, survival check later on. But,
0: uh... Uh, you know, somebody <laughs> has to guide the party, you know, it has to be that that firm hand scooting them along the uh, the storyline, as it were. The path that leads us, you know, to where we want, you know, to what we want to hear. <laughs> And then I, yeah. Edward Goulington going down to his own scythe. That was pretty awesome. And then that's just Randolph you know, poetic justice. I didn't see it as poetic justice. I just thought it was. I just thought it was awesome. I thought the poetic justice was Randolph going. Now where can I possibly get positive energy?
1: I'll, I'll be honest. I thought they had to actually channel positive energy. I didn't realize healing would suffice. So I was kind of with him on that one. Oh, I didn't think. Because I thought they were going to have to. To channel positive energy and blast them with it. Yeah, my understanding just, is the
0: healing spells were positive energy, you know, just sort of out the gate. So you know, heal
1: them. I mean, I mean, I guess they are. It obviously worked, but for some reason, I didn't think that it would count. Mm. I thought that it would actually have to be someone that could channel. But but apparently not. So I mean, the ghouls not coming back. But uh, yeah, I do like I do like the idea of having this fight basically be watched by like some birds. I, I that just get blown back. I
0: well, not blown back. I, I imagine them actually sitting out of the radius of effect of the
1: spell. Mm-hmm. So they're like five hundred and fifty feet away.
0: Whatever it is, looking over, going, <laughs> what's with those idiots? What's with that weird, you know, fun you know, weather phenomenon there? Wow, it's like yeah. blowing them all over the place. What the hell? <laughs> sort of a there you go. Yeah. That's what it's like when you're a bird and you get blown around.
1: It's not very fun, you're is it? You're not
0: much of a kaiju now, are you?
1: Ah. <laughs> <sighs> uh. Why is that elk helping them?
0: Elks don't help people. Yeah, I, I just I, I totally I, I even have a note. I just cannot unsee this from the perspective of some local pigeons. And I, I, I Bolt is the just make the, the Disney movie Bolt. Just make them
1: New York pigeons?
0: Yes. That's <laughs> that's kinda where I'm going. Kind of where I'm going. It's, it's, that's exactly where I'm going, actually, because I'm pretty sure the the pigeons in Bolt were from New York when they picked up the cat as part of the crew. Oh my god! Yeah, that's what I was seeing. That's that that same banter that 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 you know talking back and forth and uh, redonkulous. Mm-hmm. It's redonkulous.
1: Oh my lord!
0: Yeah, I couldn't shake it. I just couldn't shake it. I kept imagining the different. And the conversation, too, like, well, you got to watch out for them ghouls and that for those Versifers, man. They'll, they'll suck you in. And then Pack, next thing you know, you're dead. Oh, yeah. It just happened to Art the other day, you know. That's redonkulous. And then, whoa, what's with this? What's with this wind? I, <laughs> I just couldn't shake it. It's, it was, um, it was make- great perspective, Tom. Great perspective. You should do a whole episode just doing that perspective from, like, four pigeons. <laughs> pocket just outside of the aoe of this thing i swear to god oh man that's good i like that then they make it to gallowspire they finally make it to gallowspire they finally I... make it to the crater and i right i was i this is one part of the description that totally blew me away excited me he's describing the massive crater and then he describes that some of the sides are glass and i'm like oh man right. the blast is so intense that it you know turned some of this to glass i was like holy crap i don't know how much you know about uh wildfires but we have um, we have them out here in I California. Know they exist.
1: We have them out here in California, folks. I know. I see them on the news. And
0: one of the things that happens with them is they sort of melt or cook the dirt, right? I've seen them melt cars. They'll, they'll melt cars, yeah. But they'll they'll do the same thing to the to to a layer of topsoil. Now the reason this is a problem is because and when we get rains after, so we go through the wildfire season, and then we have the rainy season.
1: I thought wildfire
0: season was kind of like
1: constant. Whenever it's
0: not raining, yeah, pretty much. But yeah. um <laughs> what happens then is the rain comes down and it hits this and it runs on the top of it, right? And so you'll instead of soaking into the, the hillside, it just runs right off the top of the hillside. Now if the water can somehow Makes- break through this crusty layer that has you know, melted or whatever, the dirt melted, whatever. I don't know the exact process. But if it somehow gets underneath, then that whole hillside can just slide right on top of that water. If some oh. people are familiar with the idea of a lahar... You know, where you have the volcano undercuts a bunch of dirt and the water gets underneath and then the whole thing mud slides off. Same kind of idea. Not as massive.
1: Supersonic speed.
0: Can be very fast, (laughs) yes. Yeah. So that's, we get that sort of effect. So as as this is coming in, I'm imagining this is what they're looking at in the crater is you've got these melted sides that are, you know, in some cases have gone to glass. But even when you don't Mm -hmm. have the glass, wherever that glass sort of ends, and I'm imagining you have this other thing. And I was thinking, oh, crap, man, climbing into that, if you don't secure your yourself, part of that crater side could just slide right with you. Like, you know, a big sheet could break free and whoosh, down you go. Because I'm not imagining this as being a a gentle, gradual incline. I'm imagining it being, you know, pretty dramatic and steep, Uh, especially with the description about having to climb down into the dungeon a bit to find pieces of the dungeon to explore so uh
1: i mean they said that there was like a, a rope and pulley system that had already been yes, set up
0: someone someone yes so, yes, someone had clearly already been there
1: it obviously is a is a concern and i'll be honest it did not occur to me until they got to gallaspire that they were actually going to have to do something here <laughs> which I, it sounds dumb when i say it out loud but like it didn't occur to me that they're gonna have to go through like a dungeon of this thing yeah i'll be honest i wasn't I was like i didn't see gone. that coming it's, either it's blown away i was
0: um I was expecting the journey to Gallowspire and, and getting to Gallaspire to basically get us to like the the keystone gate, if you will. You know, that, that key gate that you take the right. whole system down with
1: or something. I didn't expect it to Witch be that gates. easy, but yeah.
0: I did. I expected there to be something that you kind of break them all at once or you can, you know, throw the lever and now they're offline. And now, boom, a Razney can do her thing. And then somebody later can turn them back on so that, you know, Paizo doesn't lose some of their lore or whatever. I don't know.
1: Yeah. I don't know. It just, for some reason, it did not occur to me that they were going to have to go through a dungeon at the end of this. And I, I mean, it makes sense. It's a, you know, it's well, it was a big tower dungeon. dungeon. I mean, it was a big yeah. tower prison. So it should be a. So now now they're going through like a broken dungeon with a giant hole in the middle?
0: Yeah. Well, the tower's gone, right? I mean, I guess it's different levels. You don't have the right. upper regions anymore. You just got the lower levels, however far that goes.
1: Yeah. So I guess they can climb into different levels, but it's kind of like you know. I don't know. It just it's just an odd. It's kind of
0: like the you know those old rubber plungers through. with the wooden handles, and then you pop the wood handle out of the the plunger part, and then you got that hole right there, you know, kind of like that. So they're in the bottom end of a plunger. What? <laughs> I'm surprised it took you that
1: long. Uh, what? <laughs> oh. Uh, okay. What? I don't know. I I I, I don't know. <laughs> i think my brain broke
0: uh it's fine it's totally fine totally okay
1: that's fine i wasn't really using it anyway that's all right
0: i wasn't doing anything (laughs) smart uh... with what what i was saying i just you know had this image of uh like i said this uh imagine a fence post right and then you yank the fence post out and then there's the hole that's left right so i i had that kind of a visual and the thing that i thought popped into my head was a plunger for some reason and you know Mm. you take the handle out of the plunger and then you're left with the bottom piece right which would be the dungeon underground and then you've got just the the sort of the receptacle part that the handle went into into the rubber plunger piece or part whatever
1: hmm
0: okay I did like that when Teoblith and Elxy looked up and they saw the uh, uh, Nightwing, although when they looked up with the perception check, I swear to God, in my head I heard, Adventures!
1: <laughs> I knew that was kind of, it's never going to go away. I, hey, I... It's never.
0: I'm only repeating it because it came up in my head as they looked up. I was like, Adventures! Right. And it's all, oh no, it's this other thing. Oh, okay. But I'd have to uh yeah. I'd have to go check for the uh whatever that was. The the haunt the haunt that lurks.
1: No, it wasn't. The haunting dark. The haunting
0: dark. The haunting dark, yeah. That yeah. was the other name that, that i blocked out.
1: Well that I think that was a specific one over the city that now escapes my brain. I told you it broke. Vigil. Um Vigil, Vigil. there it is. I think that was a specific Nightwing and this might be a more generic one. I, don't I know. could
0: see that. I could see that. Makes sense. I can live with that. But uh um
1: yeah i did i did have
0: a game question though
1: Mm, okay if
0: you're flying my best and you don't move i believe you have to make a hover check right or if you don't move a certain distance i believe you have to move half your move or something you got to make a hover check half
1: your half your move half your speed yep
0: that's that's what i thought i remembered gotta make a hover check nobody made hover checks i think even Uh, the (laughs) the nightwing made a five foot step a
1: five foot fly
0: Five foot fly, whatever. Yeah, he was kind of fly for a not white guy. <laughs> yeah, I'm. I'm stuck in the 80s tonight, folks. You're just doomed. That's um, fine. So yeah, they missed that. I, I was a little surprised. And then what yeah. was the? There was something else going on because I have a note here that's asking a question that I think everyone wants to know the answer to. Mm-hmm. Is that then, the first the inspired incompetence porno? Put
1: Utrid in your mouth. No. I'm gonna go with no. I like I I'm,
0: I think that's gonna be the title of the first you know fan produced uh, inspired incompetence porno.
1: I think it is. I mean, I guess so.
0: <laughs> yeah, I I don't remember the comment here. I, I I put the note down because I I put the notes down, but I don't remember right. the exact I, comment. And I just put Utrid in your mouth.
1: I I, I want to come up with a funny joke, and my brain is is once again abandoning letting you. it down. I am just completely abandoned at this point. I am a husk of a person. (laughs) Anyway, I guess uh, Joe's not particularly happy with this fight. I guess because they don't have a a special bolt to end the fight real quick like they did last time. I
0: think Joe's sweating the stats. I think that's what's going on. He's thinking about, you know, his performance— How's he going to stack up? Is he going to experience, you know, ten percent improvement over last week?
1: I don't think so. And
0: yeah, I think that I. I mean, I don't think he will. I don't think he's going to experience ten percent growth. I don't think it's going to happen. But uh, you know, I think these are the things that are troubling Joe at this moment.
1: Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not like it mattered too much considering T. Uh, was just kind of ended the whole things. Right. Yeah. He's career. got that.
0: He's got that. <laughs> you know, bow of submachine gun, and you know, you just. <laughs> Got to make sure the quiver is is <laughs> locked in and full. And then you just, you know, hold that bowstring down and let those babies fly. It's more of a...
1: And now uh...
0: <laughs> now,
1: now I'm thinking about as a bow that shoots submachine guns. Nice. There you go. It's just, it's a bow that shoots Tommy guns. <laughs> nice. I like that. I like that.
0: What's that arrow? It's my Thompson. Boom. What's that little one? It's my Mac-10.
1: <laughs> you're not shooting the bullets you're just you're throwing the guns exactly <laughs> you're firing exactly. the guns you just, The whole goddamn gun just shot right there <laughs> <laughs> it's so dumb i told you my brain is not working today <laughs> oh i don't i don't think it's all that dumb i don't oh, think it's, it's all so that dumb. dumb it's so dumb anyway that's but sort of they, that's what sort of they, they do it defeat up. it they do defeat it yeah they defeat the peppered so with arrows on it any goes kind down of
0: they're they're kind of on a roll. It's not. Yeah. Uh,
1: there's no. Uh, not, there's no cliffhanger. But uh, I guess next week we get to dive into the dungeons of Galluspire. I'm sure this will be completely fine and nothing will go wrong at all.
0: Yeah, and I'm sure that the the parties that have gone ahead of uh, you know our party won't in any way, mm-hmm. shape, or form be you know enemies of the party. I think they'll be you know boon Maybe companions, gonna be, uh,
1: just waiting to help. In, any predictions on who they're going to be? Because I have one.
0: Oh, you do. I'd love to hear it because I've been trying to think of who might, you know, what, who or what, or, you know, if not a a person, but an organization, organizations that kind of the only lame thing I threw out, of course, was the mass brotherhood. But that, I thought that was dumb because there's been no uh lead up to it. And for them to get here to this spot ahead of the party after vigil blowing up, because that's where their guy was that Vipera was right. feeding information to that seemed like. It just seemed like a little...
1: seemed messed up. Farfetched?
0: Yeah, far fetched. It seemed like it, they hadn't had enough time to react to right. Vigil to then be doing this. But, you know, I'm also forgetting there's that boat ride that took several weeks. I think it took several weeks, right? At least a week, right? Two weeks. Two weeks. So I guess there's two weeks. I could be on it. But it seems like with the, you know, problems the party faced, it seems like whoever'd be doing it would have to face the same kinds of problems, potentially. So I don't know.
1: Maybe i mean my thought was the rest of those grave nights
0: oh but why would they go down into the crater
1: i mean i mean they were using... i would assume they're looking for something from that used to be inside but now that it's basically cracked open you know they can they can get in and search
0: yeah but they were using the devon I don't, I don't know for rasney
1: i i don't know from... I, like i said it's a guess What's It's not mean? a very good guess no no i'm not I... very good at gambling as you might imagine
0: <laughs> I, I don't think it's a bad guess. I mean, it, it's, it's uh, you know, it's, I think it's an exciting choice. It's got my brain racing for possibilities, but at the same time, I'm also going, okay, but why would they do that when their divination seem, at least from the previous Grave Knight, whose name is escaping me at the moment, with the uh, griffin, excuse me, with Gustari the hippo Gustari Fallen? Yes.
1: Gustari Fallen Stag?
0: Yep, Gustari, Fallen Stag. She clearly indicated they'd used some sort of divination and knew that this party had a Razni with them.
1: So right, but she was only one, and we know there's a team of them. That's true. So, That's you know, true. They could they could be having, you know, they could have multiple missions or objectives.
0: That's possible. So, I Or I they know. could just it be was chasing just, It was Arasne. just my guess. They could just be chasing Arasni and then maybe have come to kind of the same conclusion that the party has, sort of. It's not really the party came to the conclusion. But they could have come to the conclusion that somehow Arasni is using the party as a dummy to uh, pull divination spells off her. Um, Something like that, because they went to the party and the part Razni wasn't there and they, you know, that sort of stuff. So maybe that is why they went down the hole thinking that maybe that was what might be helping shield her so she can sort of misdirect divination spells. Yeah, I don't know. I like it. I don't know. I thought, that's, a, that's really good. I mean, it's I, mm-hmm. I, I I'm Thank curious you. to see uh, if it <laughs> what is it actually that. Is. Yeah, yeah. what it actually is, of course. But if it is grave nights, I'm curious to see why in God's green earth, they thought to go down the hole uh, in the first place, because it seems like
1: I mean, that's the only thing. It's the only thing left. If they're if they're there searching for something, that's where they have to go.
0: Right, but if they're there searching, the last uh, the thing that sh- I was assuming they were searching for. Now I'm making an assumption was the because she did mention that Geb always brings her back, right, and chases her down or something. So I don't know. Guess uh, we'll find out. That's a good guess, a toast. I like that. I like that a lot. Thank you. I I was not Thank getting you. that anywhere near that good as you could tell.
1: <laughs> I, I, like I said, it's just a, a shot in the dark, but uh, we'll see how it goes next week. All right. And that
0: does it for us this week. You can find us and the players on the Inspired Incompetence Discord. Links can be found at inspiredincompetence.com. I'm Lord Richter.
1: And I'm Lady Toast.
0: See you next week. Bye. Bye.
1: Close this out. I am going to do that right
0: now. I'm just popping up the script so I don't say anything dumb. That doesn't stop me from saying dumb things. Well, yeah, but when I follow the script, at least it's somebody else. It's guided dumb. If I follow the script, it's guided
1: dumb.
0: <laughs> okay. As opposed to just wild hair dumb. I don't know. The, the different yeah. gradations of dumb. Mm-hmm. I don't know.